0: The focus here is to help you find the strength and support to help you feel lighter, happier, more positive, and in a better frame of mind to face the inevitable challenges of your current journey. Today's episode is for those of you who are at the end of your relationship, but perhaps haven't yet had the conversation that you would like to be separated or you'd like to have a divorce. So if this is you or somebody you care about, please um, have a listen to this episode, make sure your friend gets access to this episode and have them really think through um, what we're going through today. So your friend, you or your friend, you're done. You can't imagine yourself in this relationship anymore. You've had enough and now you need to have the conversation. The first thing I really want you to think through is your physical safety. This is a tough conversation to have, and if you are at all afraid of your physical safety, please make sure you address that first. Um, don't even move on to the next part of this podcast. That is your highest priority. How can you and or your children make sure that you are safe and secure before having this conversation? If that means moving out and um, you know putting yourself in somebody else's home, Before uh, meeting up to have the conversation, then please do what you need to do. Then, um, before you have the conversation, I'd like you to have a think through these questions. Now, these questions are designed to help you envision, envision the near future. So... It's imagining what is it that could possibly happen over the coming months or, you know, immediately after having had this conversation, what kind of arrangements are you going to get into? You will not be able to make these decisions on your own. They are going to form the basis of a conversation and you will need to be flexible with what the final solution is because obviously there are the two of you to have this conversation. But... If you have an idea of what you're aiming for, or at least what you think might be a reasonable way forward, you'll be able to have a much more productive conversation when the time is right. Okay, so you're done. You want to have the conversation. Please think through carefully the answer to these questions. I do have um, a download that you can email me at hello at do divorce right.com or dm me on the socials and i will get this pdf to you with the questions all written down and hopefully soon i'll have it all automated on the website and you can just uh, download it yourself but so far i haven't set that up yet (laughs) so the first question to think about um is in your imagining What do you think is the most reasonable solution to who is moving out? Where will they go to? And when will that happen? So very, very practical solutions. You have to think about best case scenario. What do you think is most reasonable? Again, you can't make this decision on your own, but you can certainly imagine and think through um, the answer to these questions. So the person who's moving out what access will they have to the marital home once they've moved out? Will they have a spare key? Will they be able to come and go as they please? It has been their home. Um, or will they have to then knock on the door when they come by? Will you have um, a schedule of access to the house? So think through what does that access look like? How easily can that person come and go from the home that they've been living in? Um, it could be you, from that home that you've been living in over this period of the marriage. The next question is, well, where, if you have children, where will the children spend what time? So in which homes will they live? Um, there's a lot of different options with co-parenting. You will you might want to try um, a lot of different formats here. It's not about making the decision with these questions. It's about creating some energy and imaginings around it so that you um, have at least thought it through. So where will the children spend what time? How will they get from one place to another? Who's doing pickups and drop-offs? Um, will you be walking distance? Are the children old enough to walk on their own? Um, can they be trusted to do that? Uh, will they you know, disappear? What do you think is a reasonable way for that to happen? Who will take them to, to school and pick them up if that's, um, something that your family is, is already doing. Somebody's doing pick up and drop off. Who will, who will do that moving forward and from which homes? Under what circumstances can the children leave town? You know, how, um, how often or regularly can your ex take the children interstate or you know, a few hours' drive away or even overseas. What does that look like to you? Um, When and in what way will you tell the children? Again, there's lots of resources um, around age-appropriate talking to the children. Please let me know if you need some help in this this area about what are age-appropriate ways to talk to your children. But think through, before having the conversation, with your ex about how will you break it to the children? What language will you use? Um, How much detail will you go into? Will you wait until the second home is set up and ready for them? So have a think through. Then think through when and in what way will you tell parents? At some point, it will become very public. So how will you tell your parents or your family members? What about friends? What about other adults? What about your Facebook status? Like, we don't need to worry about that straight away. But just think through, um, when will you be telling people that know your family? Who gets access to which bank accounts? And for what purpose can you use the money? So I'll talk a little bit more about... um, documents and discovery later but just thinking through the very very practical access to your your marital funds you know how have you been using finances today and how might that look like if you're in two separate homes do you have separate bank accounts that you can access easily if you have a joint bank account who has access to that now um what can they spend um is there Access to credit cards. Who gets to use which credit cards, if there are any? Um, for what purpose can you use them? Can they? Can can you uh, furnish your new home using credit cards that you will both pay off? Who will pay them off? What limits do you agree to place on the use of each card? It can be very helpful to to set a limit or agree a limit between the two of you. Something that feels reasonable. Might it might be. I won't spend more than $200 um, on a purchase without clearing that with you first from a joint bank account. Um, Or it can only be used for groceries and bills, anything outside of that, I'll talk to you. Just have a think through what feels reasonable, again, before having that conversation of wanting to separate. On that, on the finances and credit cards and who might have access to what what consequences will flow on if one of you violates the agreement. So not just on finances, I guess on any of it, what, what happens then if they don't move out or if one of you violates the agreement that you're making today, is it possible to articulate what those consequences look like? Have a think about it. Again, you might not have the answers to everything straight away. Take your time. Who's going to pay what bills? Um, is it as simple as saying your home, your bills? Uh, remember, you've, you've had one shared home and now you're going to have two separate homes. So of course the bills double or they, they don't exactly double, but you know there will be a change in, in expenditure. So who's going to pay what moving forward? What about um, insurances and investments and savings? Thinking again on the threat of finances, will one of you pay support to the other one? What does that look like in your idea of a reasonable working arrangement for separation? These are not legally binding at this point. It's for the two of you to have a discussion around what feels reasonable, what feels appropriate throughout the separation. Um, and then you'll, you'll come to making final decisions later. What, what do these first few weeks and months look like? Will you both agree not to sell any major assets or make extraordinary purchases like a boat or a convertible car now that you're single? Like, will you agree to not make those kind of, um, expenses or make any other major withdrawals from family, family accounts without consulting the other? I mentioned earlier about having perhaps a daily limit or an expenditure limit. You know, what feels reasonable? Thinking through then um, your boundaries and your, your communication, how will you communicate with each other? Are you going to meet in person to talk through the separation and the arrangements um, how often do you intend to reconnect and check on the arrangement and whether it's working? Will you talk by phone? Will you email? Um, is it okay to call each other at work or not? Um, should everything be on messenger or email so that it's in writing? Have a, have a think through what feels right. Aim for the least amount of conflict you know, I don't want you to think. Okay, it all needs to be in writing because uh, it'll be taken to the lawyers. Please imagine the best case scenario moving forward. Is it possible for the two of you to communicate well in person, or to communicate well um, with without having to automatically think about lawyers and high conflict? You know, um, divisions. Then let's take that one step further. The relationship is over. Um, you're communicating, ideally, openly and truthfully and honestly. You're communicating to the children and your family about um, the separation and that the end of the marriage. Um, let's assume all is going really, really well. What freedoms then do each of you have to form a new relationship? Are you free to date? That might feel okay, it might feel icky, have a think through that. Um, If you've decided that it's okay for you both to date or for, for one of you to date, is it okay to be seen dating in public? Is it okay to be affectionate in public? Is it okay for company to spend the night? I don't want you to um, spend too much time unraveling these thoughts and how awful it might feel, you know, to to have somebody approach you and say they saw your ex being affectionate, to you know, in public with somebody. But it is worth having a think through this now, so that you can be prepared for these kind of conversations. This is an evolution of your your separation. Another thing to think about, which also might feel a bit ick at this point, is what kind of sexual relationship will the two of you have? If this is a separation that is a trial separation, perhaps you want to to stay connected in this way. So think through that. Um, If you've agreed not to have intimate relationships with each other, what assurances do each of you need or do you have that you'll be faithful to the agreement? So, you know, do you need to, if you're feeling chemistry at some point, is there a reminder word that, no, we're not doing this. Um, we, we really want to give this separation um, a, a proper trial. If you haven't agreed to not have a sexual relationship, so if you are going to continue that, how are you going to avoid pregnancy and STDs? Like, Just make sure you're covered and, uh, you know, have that addressed. Have a think about it. Um, the last thing to to consider really is if both of you are willing to consider marriage counseling, is um, is there an opportunity? Is this a trial separation and you're thinking about you know a life apart, but also considering the fact that it might come back together. So if you're willing to consider further marriage counseling, when would you like to consider that? When might you be able to put that in the diary? Can you have a break for a few months and then decide to go and see someone together? If not, if you're done done um, and he agrees that you're done done, if it's um, if marriage counselling is just not an option, are you both willing to agree to the date of separation? As I mentioned earlier about being separated under one roof, you can certainly move into separate rooms, you can stay in the same home if it's um, safe and practical to do so. If you can agree to that date of separation, then you know that 12 months from now, you're able to start the formal process of divorce. So there's there's quite a lot of questions there. There's a lot to think through. Um, again, you're not necessarily going to have all of the answers. You can't create these answers on your own. It is a discussion, not um, not a dictate. Um, and then from there you need to start going into discovery so by what I mean by discovery is you need to start collecting a list of your financial position exactly what is in the marriage so I'll go into that in a in a separate um sorry not what is in, in the marriage but you know the assets and liabilities um I think that's worth a, a whole separate conversation in fact you might be able to go back to some conversations that I've had um, with guests around the financial aspects Um, but yeah let me go into that separately so first please be assured of your physical safety do what it takes to keep you and or any children safe for this conversation secondly have a think through all of these questions what does this separation look like you in the next few weeks and months, what is a practical working arrangement for your separation? The thinking through these questions just helps you have a much more productive conversation when it comes to um, when it comes to it. And then thirdly you'll go into collating all of the documents and the discovery of the details um, so that you can have a better idea of where your position is, what your position is um, before you go into the actual separation and divorce i have um i have mentioned that this is all in a pdf these questions are in a in a pdf that you can fill in yourself please contact me if you'd like access to that if you'd like a copy of it at any point um and i'll give that to you for free no problem take care and also remember please that you do not have to do this alone there is a lot of support available to you and if ever you feel that you need um Uh, A coach to help through this um, difficult time, please don't hesitate to reach out. I do offer a free 30-minute discovery call and we can cover quite a lot in that discussion um, before we even begin working together. Stay well. Thanks for listening. I hope you took something of value out of this episode. I'm your host, Becca Maxwell, and you can find me on the web at dodivorceright.com or on Instagram at DoDivorceRight.